Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, this is Alex. You're tuned into the Market Adventures podcast. It is Thursday, February 18th, and I'm going to teach you about this one must-know factor to consider when trading options. But before we start, make sure you go and like the Market Adventures Twitter page at InvestingPod. Do it now and tweet me the name of a song that you're really into right now. Mine is Double Up by Nipsey Hussle. Not only is the song a great vibe, he's rapping about finance and mindset. Go check it out and let me know what you've been vibing to lately. The first person gets my intro to stock market course for free. Let's jump into the episode. Quick sidebar. Verizon was on my watch list this week. And then Warren Buffett announced he added to his position in Verizon. Is he a listener? And before you say it, I know Apple was also on my list and it got its butt kicked this week so far. But on the good news, I traded a put option and flipped it for a nice 60% gainer in about a few minutes. So that's a lesson on it doesn't matter what you think or what I think on a stock personally. You got to play the game that's in front of you. I still love Apple. I'm still super bullish on it. And I'm buying it, but I'm buying it cheap, but also I'm buying it slowly because if it's going down, you got to kind of wait and see. So it doesn't really matter, again, what you think. you got to play the game that's in front of you. Put option was a nice, easy way for me to leverage what's happening on the downside, make some profit while still staying out of the position until I feel it's a good time to buy and buy cheap. Now, don't trade options without understanding what implied volatility is. That's the one thing I was talking about. Implied volatility is the market's way of forecasting or anticipating a price movement. High implied volatility, or IV, shows the market is anticipating a large price move. And by, when, the, when I say the market, I'm talking about all market participants, including retail traders like you and me, institutions, and market makers and computers, algorithms, all that stuff. Everybody is trying to anticipate what's happening next. High implied volatility shows that the market and everybody in it is anticipating a large price move. Low IV or implied volatility suggests that everyone's anticipating a small price movement. Now, typically, IV is higher in downtrends and lower in uptrends. Why? Because price typically moves faster to the downside than it does to the upside, right? It's called things are called a melt up when the stock market's going up. It's referred to as melting up um, or rallying up. When it's dropping, it's referred to as a, a crash or correction. Crash and correction sound way more intense than melt up. So IV is more correlated with the speed of the movement. 
right? When you think of a crash, right, think, think is, things are going down. They go down fast. When you look at a chart, you see large red bars. You rarely ever see small red bars trickling down. But when things are going up, you see small green bars. So IV has a lot to do with the size but also the speed of the movement. Now, implied volatility does not determine the direction. It doesn't try to predict the direction. It just says something big is going to happen on either side, right? So what does IV have to do with options? Well, volatility and options are best friends, right? Market makers weigh uh, heavily on implied volatility when pricing options contracts. And since option contracts are a time-sensitive derivative of the underlying asset, IV attempts to forecast the magnitude of the price move. So that means higher IV leads to higher options pricing and premium. And vice versa, right? Lower IV will lead to lower options pricing and premium, right? Again, options are a time-sensitive derivative, and IV attempts to predict the not only the size but also the speed of a movement. That therefore they are almost directly correlated. Not even almost; they are directly correlated. Now, remember, IV is a market forecast, right? It's kind of like a weather forecast. You ever have the weatherman? say, or the weather machine, the, the app you're using, whatever, say that it's going to be sunny out and it's raining, or it's supposed to be raining and it's a beautiful day, it's a prediction, right? It's based on probability, right? In the market, it is not guaranteed, but again, I've implied volatility relates to the market. It's not weather, it's feelings, right? It's a sum of feelings of all market participants. Price moves based on emotions, if I want a cup of coffee and I feel that it's worth $10, but you feel like it's not, I spend my $10 and you don't, right? So if IV is a measure of emotions among investors, right, it's relating to the price, right? Because uh, 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 as it relates to the market, investors are dealing with price, right? So IV debates with emotions, emotion deal with price, right? Just to kind of break that down a little bit more than than. Uh, you may have gotten the beginning half of this episode. Now, one thing to note, IV has nothing to do with the company involved, right? Meaning if IV on Coca-Cola and IV on Tesla have nothing to do with the actual company involved, right? It doesn't take into account fundamentals. It doesn't care about sales. It doesn't care about revenue. It doesn't care about debt. IV doesn't care about any of that stuff. It cares about emotions, Right? It is very sensitive to short-term moves like news and earnings. Why? Because who responds to news and earnings? The companies don't, but the people who trade the online securities do. For example, the IV on Tesla is far higher than the IV on Coca-Cola. Not because Elon Musk cares about volatility, not that the the CEO of Coca-Cola cares about volatility, but the people who trade those assets have a stronger emotional feeling towards the price of Tesla than they do about the price of Coca-Cola, right? So the IV is typically higher on those uh, um, assets where investors have a high level of emotion as it relates to the price, right? Nothing to do with the fundamentals of the company. That's one thing to know. Now, to be clear, I'm not saying that IV is the most important thing to know for options trading, right? There are a lot of factors involved in options trading, um, that you want to learn to become an effective trader. But 
when you're at the stage where you begin purchasing options and you understand how options work, when you're at the stage where you're purchasing them or even selling uh, with spreads to receive a credit, it's important to know how the option is being priced and what other market participants are anticipating. So good luck out there and make sure that you go back and listen to this episode so you can kind of get an idea of how IV works as it relates to the premium of options and then go into the market and actually watch how it works, right? Watch the phenomenon of IV and how it works in the market. And you'll be shocked to see that IV in highly volatile companies will go several um, price points out and the company will never get to that strike price. But because the emotions are so high, market participants are pricing in large moves that don't come to fruition. Did you enjoy that episode? I like these lessons and episodes where we can just talk about a topic or a term. Even if you're an experienced investor, it's nice to get a refresher in a less textbooky fashion. Anyway, make sure you go to Twitter and like the Market Adventures Twitter page at InvestingPod. Do it now and tweet me the name of a song that you're really into right now. That's it for this episode. Warren Buffett is in his 90s and he's still making moves. So if he can do it, you can too. So be well until next time. And remember, don't seek security. Seek adventure. Adventure.